friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past, and we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Jody of Love and the Outcome uh, posted this uh, little thing on Instagram, and it really broke my heart. They've had such a very difficult past year and a bit ever since their home flooded when the Nashville uh, area river rose and literally flooded their home. And so they have been on quite the journey, and they've essentially been homeless while they've been having to do all these repairs and uh, dealing with the rebuild of the house, lifting it up on stilts so that these things never happen again. And it's been a really challenging time. And so they were supposed to have been able to move in. And Jody posed, Ziggy asked me, which is her son, where are we living tomorrow, Mama? She says, I said, with me. It killed me. And I felt so guilty for how crazy our life has been this past year and a half since our house flooded. Sometimes you just have to say it. Uh, We were supposed to move into our house this weekend, but we are still waiting for inspectors and permits. And I'm just over it. I hit the wall so overwhelmed last night thinking about school starting in a week and not even being in our house yet. She goes on to say she doesn't want people to feel sorry for her. This is just where she's at. And I do appreciate uh, both her and Chris's transparency and honesty. And they even talked recently about um, toxic positivity, which I love this because sometimes as Christians, we can be like, oh, that's okay. I'll just pray harder. Um, um, And then you start doubting your faith. Like, is my faith strong enough? I I should be going through this situation with way more grace and ease. But sometimes life is hard. And I appreciate when people are honest about those valleys. And you know what? Just because it's hard and we've got questions and we're maybe feeling not super positive or optimistic. God's still with us, and he's carrying us through those difficult times. So let's grieve. Let's feel those emotions so that we can move ahead stronger. Are you on the camp that would say, I have a lead foot? (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe you're just a really good driver. You always do the speed limit. Um, I would say it depends on the day for me. But if I saw something like this, I would definitely slow down. It's Holly Taylor for Good Company. And I do better when I'm rewarded for doing good things than when I'm punished for doing bad things. So uh, speed traps, yeah, I'll do my best. But then I'm just driving out of fear. And you see a vehicle that kind of looks like a police cruiser and you're jamming on your brakes. (laughs) Growing up in Alberta, this happens all the time. Everyone has like this level of PTSD driving, thinking, oh, no, (gasps) it's a photo radar. Oh, no, that's a police officer. Okay, no, just a broken down vehicle. And so that's this level of like what's going on in the back of your mind. But there was actually a village that was getting really frustrated because people were speeding through. They were trying to do the whole uh, speed traps in conjunction with their local um, law enforcement, but it really wasn't working. And so over the past three years, they've created something and it is achieving objectives. They created a wildflower meadow and it is so beautiful that it actually slows down traffic. So people are slowing down to take a look at the beautiful scenery and just enjoying this lovely stretch of the road and, problem solved, slowing down. Who knew gardening not only was good for your body, but also good for speed control? (laughs) 
in residential areas. So, so there you go. People dropping their speed just naturally because now they're surrounded by something beautiful, something out of the ordinary. So, I don't know. Maybe is this something that we could do? Do you think it would work here? I'm curious, and I would way rather see flowers than、uh, a flash of a light behind me because I just got a、uh, red light ticket. Not a fan of that. Not at all. You can catch us across the airwaves of Joy Radio in the Greater Toronto Area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google and Apple devices. And while you're there, you might need a app to help you navigate Toronto. I'm Holly Taylor for Good Company, and Toronto was just voted the worst city to navigate through in the entire world. I mean, I don't know if we should be proud. I mean, out of all the cities. <laughs> We're the worst to navigate, and I also don't know if I 100% agree with this. I also did not take a time to look into how they gauge this, but it can be a little complicated thanks to construction and.、Um, General improvements will save our city. Sometimes you have to go through the headaches. Producer Mike, you have lived in the GTA your whole life. I'm new here.、Um, I would say it is complicated, but not the worst. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. It's pretty bad, but Hamilton is so much harder. Really? Yeah.、Um, everywhere throughout the GTA, right?、Mm-hmm. The lake is south. Yes. You go to Hamilton. You're on the other side of the horseshoe now. <laughs> I don't know which way the lake is. My compass is all messed up. I love that you say that because if you live in like Mississauga or Oakville, the lake technically isn't south. But it's south enough it's that south-ish. I can navigate. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, north is this way, and everything's east and west. I'm like, wait, no. Yeah, it's kind、What? of skewed by a few degrees. Exactly.、Yeah. So it's kind of you know, oh, I'm going north up. I don't know,、uh, Winston Churchill, but it's not actually technically north. But we all have the same idea of what north is. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you go to Hamilton and it shifts. You're like, I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I will give you that.、Um, I actually crossing the border. I believe I was in Detroit. And I don't know if it's—I don't—I wouldn't say Detroit is hard to navigate, but I found the border crossing and all of the roads and exits coming out into the United States of America very complicated. I ended up in a place where I should not have been as a female driving by herself. <laughs> So producer Mike and myself would say maybe not the most difficult. What about you? Text in nine zero five three three eight twelve fifty. I have a message here from Dean. He says I would say it's difficult, but not the worst. I find that there are larger cities like Chicago. If you're not paying attention, it's tough. So yeah, a lo- I, maybe it's the traffic volume of some of these larger U.S. cities that makes it difficult to navigate because now you're、um, trying to commute with a Different way of driving. Have you noticed that people drive differently in different cities? And if you're not used to it, you're kind of like, oh, oh yeah, no, we don't wave to to say thank you when somebody lets you in. No, we just make it happen. <laughs> so agree or disagree. 
You can catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area or on demand using the My Joy Radio app for Google or Apple devices. I have a very sweet story for you. Uh, it's a wedding crasher story. Douglas and Tamiris were all excited about their big day and they had it, their cute venue booked, a beautiful church, and of course everything was just so. And um, they've got their guest list set. However, once they get to the church and they are walking down the aisle, they realize that there is an extra guest, somebody not on the list. It was a blonde-haired dog. It was a stray. And he was there greeting guests, just being very calm, not jumping up on people and just hanging out. And during the ceremony, decided to sit outside the doors and just lay there waiting for the ceremony to end. And as the newlyweds walked out of the church, well, this dog was so excited to greet them. He did jump up a little bit, but it was giving them hugs and was just wagging his tail ferociously um, and just loving on them. And so it was almost as though, uh, according to Douglas, he was saying, take me home, take me home. They've got beautiful pictures of them at the threshold of the church, exiting the church, and the dog just there shaking paws and just loving on them. And so now a family of three. (laughs) They decided to adopt this stray. They say he is so loving despite everything that he has been through. He still believes in the goodness of people and he gives us hope. So what a wonderful wedding gift there for the dog. (laughs) And I think for the newlyweds as well. Now a family of three. You can catch us across the airways of Joy Radio in the greater Toronto area on demand using the My Joy Radio app. And if you have a smart speaker, you can just say, hey, so-and-so, tune in to Joy Radio on Tuned In. And voila, you'll get to hear us right there on your smart speaker. We're talking languages today, which I love. I so, so, so wish I could speak a second language. I also don't really create the time to learn it. So the fact I don't know it by now is truly on me as a lot of you have second languages under your belt. I got one here from Maria. She says, English is my second language. Uh, Spanish is my first. I also can speak Portuguese. Well, there you go. I love that. Maybe you can send me some words that I can learn. i got to improve my vocabulary. Uh, Patricia texted in at 905-338-1250. She says, I know Polish. And it's been a great way of bridging the generational gap. I can still communicate with my grandparents. That's what I love. When I hear about families coming to Canada, and then they also retain their native language, and then the kids can communicate when they go back and they visit, I love that. It's just sad when that language gets lost. I just Maybe it's a part of my upbringing, but the preservation of being able to speak different languages is, is a beautiful thing. And I think it expands your world in incredible ways. So I barely speak English. Producer Mike, what do you speak? <laughs> <laughs> Anglais, and that's it. <laughs> he says in a French accent. We. <laughs> oui. Yeah, right? That's pretty much my French, just an English word with a French accent. Yeah, I have like eighth grade level French. It's, yeah. That's about it. My daughter, the older one, can like really understand it, and I'm just like, wow, what just happened on that TV show? Yeah, I can barely ask for the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I do the Spanglish or the French Spanish. It's like I mix up the languages. I, you know, it'd be like, oh, merci, donde eres baño? <laughs> Gracias? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Bueno. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and is a un pic, no, I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> I'm embarrassing myself. My apologies as I just, yeah, ruin the sounds of these beautiful languages. Uh, Veronica texts in as well. She says that she knows Italian. Love it. Uh, I have a good friend who can speak Italian and Hindi and English. So I just, I don't know, she loves languages and can absorb them. My husband, too. He was working in the hospital, and there was um, just seniors who would come in, and he would just start learning their languages in, like, different phrases just to help them. And it was really cool how he could retain those phrases. So he, in my opinion, should have gone to school for languages. (laughs) I should have stuck with the English classes. I'm, I'm good there. <laughs> I know my wheelhouse. <laughs> Text in at our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. What languages do you know?